Welcome to Tax Wrap, the podcast of Tax and Super Australia. Each fortnight, we present news and insights to tax and SMSF practitioners. If you've got any questions, comments or even suggestions, get in touch at podcast at taxandsuperaustralia.com.au. Welcome to the Tax Wrap Podcast, episode 226. I'm your host, Steve Burnham. Now, um, we've had uh, our tax counsel, John Jeffries, speaking on ABC Radio again to uh, Sonia Feldhoff over in Adelaide, and he uh, was spoken to about the the new JobKeeper and new JobSeeker regimes that start from uh, September 28. So let's listen to what John has to say. John Jeffries, good afternoon. Hi, Sonia. Great to talk with you again. Uh, I understand this is actually quite difficult for people in your business to be getting your head around what this might mean for people and businesses. Well, yes, there's a lot of work involved uh, for accountants and uh, any business that's currently on JobKeeper, if they want to continue with it, has to uh, re-satisfy what's known as the decline in turnover test. So, yes, there's a lot of work around. John, let's talk about uh, this and how that affects people. Who is now eligible to continue with those payments? Okay. So, first of all, I'll talk about JobKeeper. This is the one that's paid by the tax office to your employer and your employer then uh, pays that to you. So, in that situation, the employer now has got to satisfy a new declining turnover test. So they've got to compare their September quarter this year with their September quarter last year and ask themselves whether they've had a greater than 30% decline in their sales, basically. If that's the case, then they can continue on with JobKeeper. But if not, then they lose it altogether. Now, up until now, the ruling from March has impacted the last two quarters. Is that right? Uh, the ruling from March has, uh, yes. So we've had the, the current job keeper has come from um, just at the end of March right through the end of this month, or actually the, the 27th. But it was based month. on your turnover in March, is that correct? No, no. no? It, uh, it, there was a, a much greater uh, ability to be able to say which month or quarter you were able to look at. And so there was a great deal of flexibility in the prior system. This time it's going to be restricted to simply the, this quarter, September 2019, sorry, September 2020 versus September 2019. So it is, it is more restrictive. Okay. Now, let's um, find out, though, because some of the people who've been claiming JobKeeper have either been directors or partners or sole traders. Does this impact them from Monday? Yes, it does. So what you're referring to is what are known as eligible business participants. These are people who are not employees. They're business owners, basically. Now, what you've got to do is look at... um, if you could still get job keeper because of the turnover test that I just mentioned, but you've got to look at the hours you work in February 2020, and if you work more than 80 hours in that month, then you can be on the higher tier payment, which is $1,200 per fortnight. Otherwise, you've got to be on the lower tier payment, which is $750 per fortnight. So when you say in March, are we talking about before JobKeeper came in? 
that's that's correct. So you've got to, for, for these people, and, and I emphasise these are not employees I'm talking about at the moment, that you've got to look at the hours you worked prior to the 1st of March, that is in the month of February, and ask yourself what were the hours you worked in that month to determine what tier you are, $1,200 or $750 for the new JobKeeper. And does that matter whether you are currently, whether your business is up and running again now or not? Uh, well, it's all it, it all depends on your turnover calculation. So if your business was not up and running now, the chances are good you're going to have that greater than 30% decline in turnover and you'll still be eligible for JobKeeper. But if you, um, uh, back in February, the idea is that no one was affected by COVID, so that's a kind of a normal month. And so you look at your hours then, this is for the, the business owners, if you like. Mm. I'm talking with John Jeffries from Tax and Super Australia. If you would like to put some questions directly to him, maybe about things you aren't entirely clear on, 1300 222 891, or you can text on 0467 922 891. John, so what you're describing, this is all about this 80-hour test, is it, that you need to sort of put over yourself? Yeah. So if we're talking about employees then the test, if you were employed back uh, before the 1st of March, you would look at the February period, but you've also got the chance to look at the June period. So if you were a part-time employee, the issue of whether you worked more than 80 hours might be an issue for you. And it's important because it means do you aim on the higher tier, $1,200, mm. or on the lower tier, $750. Uh, let's take a look at others uh, who are not business owners but simply employees. Uh, will there be any agency for those people or will it depend again on their bosses in this circumstance? Yes, it, it, it really depends on the turnover of the business. That's the first point. So an employee who's currently on JobKeeper should go to their employer and say, look, um, are we going to satisfy that uh, decline in turnover or not? which I might say that this month hasn't yet ended, so they may not be able to actually give you a response. But uh, that's the first thing is, are you eligible still? And if you are still eligible, then you sh it should be the case that you'll get the JobKeeper, but it'll be determined by whether you pass this 80-hour test as to which tier you are on, mm. 1,200 or 750. And for how long will that continue then, John? OK, so the, that goes through to the 3rd of January next year, 2021, and at that point, the tiers drop again to uh, $1,000 and $650, and that goes through to the 28th of March next year. And does that have to be reassessed again at those points when the, the amount drops? Yes, it does. So it the does. business again has got to look at its decline in turnover for December quarter. Now, John, when it comes to um, these changes, it was highlighted that it would be a lot tougher to get for, for many people and that there would be a means testing involved. Can you explain how that plays into it? Is that with JobKeeper or JobSeeker or both perhaps? Uh, yeah, that's with JobSeeker. 
So there isn't um, means testing uh, with job keeper. There's just this decline in turnover. Yeah. With job seeker, uh, there are, are of course always been means testing that's been in that. Now some of the uh, eligibility rules there, or the means testing, has been uh, actually lifted or made a bit easier. So it used to be the case that uh, well. Kind of has a, it was $106 fortnight before you started losing anything. Now it'll be $300 per fortnight before you start to lose anything. However, there's also, I just mentioned this, is there's the coronavirus supplement, uh, which was originally $550, is dropping to $250 per fortnight from the 1st of October. Well, we'll come back to that in a moment, but let's go to Tim on Kangaroo Island. Hello, Tim. Yeah, g'day. Um, yeah, look, I'm a, a farmer with a few sheep, and um, obviously we sell sheep at different times of year, etc. And um, to work out whether you've got a loss of 30% to make you eligible for this scheme, it seems that you've got to compare the three months comparative between the two years last year and this year. And in my case, I actually got considerably less for the sheep this year because the abattoirs weren't operating to full extent. So the price came back on a per head basis, but I actually sold more sheep. So even though um, I've still got sheep to sell from the previous year, the discrepancy occurs that my income's come back about 50% on the same basis of sheep being sold, but I'm ineligible, it seems, because the gross takings were actually mm. very similar this year than last year, and it just doesn't seem to make sense. Mm. Uh, yeah, that works. Yeah, look, uh, John, Jeffries, I'm not sure if you can clarify that for Tim. Uh, uh, look, what I would say to you, Tim, is that there is another set of tests known as the alternative declining turnover test, which only came out yesterday. So if you feel that you have um, failed what's known as the basic test, which is just what you've been talking about, make sure you have a look at these alternative decline and turnover tests because they just could get you over the line. Uh, Tim, I'm sorry. Uh, there are so many cases we hear of that don't just quite meet the criteria, even though they are doing it quite quite tough. Um, uh, you keep referring to the September quarter. Penelope is asking what months are in the September quarter? That is uh, July, August and September. Okay. What What about people who are uh, on JobKeeper? We started looking into those changes. Um, how are they going to be impacted on Monday when things are reassessed? Okay. So the first thing is the current payment's $1,500 per fortnight. On the assumption that you... Well, first of all, is the business you're employed with going to lose it altogether? So that may just drop away straight away. You fall off the cliff, in, in, a, in essence. However, if you're still on job keeper, then it's a question of whether you're going to be on the higher $1,200 per fortnight tier or the lower $750 tier, which again is coming back to this 80 hours test. So that the practical question is, first of all, will my employer still get job keeper full stop? Second question is, if I do get JobKeeper, which tier am I on? Now, if you're a full-time employee and you've been that all year, you're going to be on the higher tier. But if you're a part-time or maybe a long-term casual, you might need to know what hours have been worked in roughly February or June this year to work that out. 
Okay, so that's the, the, the best advice to look at on that front as well. Uh, 1300 222 891. If you've got a question for John, we will have him for a minute or two longer. Uh, you can also text through on 0467 922 891. But if you are someone who is receiving JobKeeper or JobSeeker payments, hopefully you are fully aware at this point with just a few days to go before those changes come into play about how that might impact on you. Are you finding that there's quite a lot of um, confusion, John? Oh, yes, there, there is. Um, and this information has been put out very quickly. Uh, and because it's it's a changed system and uh, the, the way you're doing the calculations and uh, there's so much information, uh, it is really quite confusing for people. So I would uh, recommend that people really rely on their advisors to get this right. Um, because people have missed out on JobKeeper simply because they didn't have the right information. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big benefit. Now, um, this has nothing to do with JobKeeper or JobSeeker, but Lillian from Bedford Park has a question for you on Super. John, hello, Lillian. Hi, how are you all? Good. What, what did you want to know? Well, it's a basic question, really. I have an, an employer an employer who was sort of six months late in playing super and it was a continual battle to, you know, to get the funds from them. When I left, I thought everything was fine and I went back and did an audit and I found that they have not paid the last six months of super that was due to be paid when I left two years ago. Is there a time limit that I can go back to them and insist that they pay? Uh, what you should do is contact the tax office. They have a special unit that deals with these. Now, I have to say that they've been flooded with these sorts of inquiries. Um, unfortunately, your employer sounds like they haven't taken advantage of what was known as the superannuation guarantee amnesty, which just finished recently. And that means that your employer is going to be hit with a minimum of a 100% penalty uh, when this is eventually found out. But what I would do is contact the tax office. They have a section that deals with this and that's the best way to progress it. Good on you, Lillian, and good luck with that. Um, John, thank you so much for your time and for explaining those things. I'm sure there'll be more questions as this starts coming into play from Monday.